0: The Six Pointer Podcast.
1: Hello and welcome to the Six Pointer Podcast. A bit of a um, momentous, yeah, mixed, I don't know, a bit of a unique podcast we're recording today. Uh, we're back after a little break, as we normally say at the start of the pod, right? But you know, back after um, taking some time out. I guess, given everything that's going on at, at Palace, it's been um, uh, maybe a difficult time. But we'll, we'll talk a little about that. But yeah, uh, obviously, Palace um, have announced today both the departure of uh, Roy and the arrival of Glasner, So we'll we'll cover both of those. Uh, and obviously, we've got a big game tonight, um, at Everton. Uh, how are you feeling, bruv?
0: Well, first off, let's start on the Roy thing, because full disclosure, we're recording this bit pre-match, so we're we're doing it with a post-match afterwards, but I guess just to touch on the Roy stuff uh, and and the manager appointment as well, I guess I've made no secret the fact that I was a Roy Hodgson fan, I've got a huge admiration for him as a person, Um, I think he's a very intelligent man, I've got a lot of respect for him. And I guess I, so. In that sense, I'm I'm a little bit sad that you know Palace won't be associated with with him sort of going forward. I think that I'll miss his um, directness in uh, approaching the media. I think that too many times these days, you know, press conferences are very much. Um, yeah, it's it's just it's 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 just sort of robotic, and and people are too media trained within an nth degree, and and Roy is just maybe he's just because he's 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 of a certain age, he just doesn't care anymore. Or, but his his press conference always always enjoyable because you got you felt like it was a real person speaking, and and yeah, I'll, I'll miss his association with the club. I must admit, um, I think that some of the. Um, Abuse, should we say, that Roy's got on social media over the last sort of months or so of people who have wanted him to, to, to be sacked or whatever has is, is been quite disgraceful to his view. Um, it's quite funny to also to see those same people now coming out and saying, you know, uh, get well, Roy, and all this sort of stuff. And, and I think that's one of the things that we need to speak about is that, you know, obviously he was taken ill last Thursday when probably an announcement would have been made um, with regards to his role, and it's been delayed uh, as a result of that um and that that's what's most important is the fact that you know he is sort of okay and hopefully you know being discharged from hospital and, and uh his health is important um but yeah i guess i, I tinge with sadness, bruv, is the fact that he's um he's stepped aside as it were but that that's another thing as well i think I, i'm i'm pleased that he has been given the opportunity to sort of step aside rather than be sacked and he still leaves with a lot of dignity which he deserves
1: there's there's a lot there isn't there a lot to unpack in the situation that's been running now for some for some time obviously first and foremost we on this podcast wanna say that we are uh really really pleased to hear that Roy is you know in a good place health wise and hopefully that continues um that's the most important thing right it's a game of football and that's the important word the game um it's not anything more than that it's not life or death or anything like that so the main thing is he's recovering well, um, and uh, and you know long long may that continue to be the case. I think, like you said, the, and we've talked about this both on the podcast we last recorded when we did a little pub of the the tour uh, pub of Bromley uh, pubs tour of pubs behind the scenes in Bromley. Oh, There's a Guinness. Was. There you go, uh, and um, we talked about this then, and, and and for me since then the kind of whole situation has kind of it's got me down a bit. I'm fine yeah. honest, it's kind of. You know um dragged somewhat and there's a personal element to it like you said about respect yeah. for for Roy that that we have both as individuals and and as people on this podcast um and it's not been nice to see obviously what's been happening in the Palace but also how the fame fan bases has, has turned and I think well, a, a, a section of the fan base bruv I think Sorry. it's not, not the entire family let's be no, honest very tr- very true and and yes okay I'll I'll Clarify what I meant by that. Maybe the the noisier of the fan base has has turned, and maybe those who would have led the charge on singing Roy's name and you know the more vociferous kind of supporting elements of Palace's uh, fan base. Having said that, even until the weekend, uh, sorry, last 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 Monday, uh, the Chelsea home game, I said to you a number of times. I think both at the start of the game and then at the start of the second half, when Roy came out, the that he was getting from the main stand as he walked alongside them was fantastic you know and that's that's why i think the majority of the the palace fan base kind of was in the place that it was a shame that things were going south as you said to me it felt like some sort of change was needed i maybe he was in denial or didn't want it to happen because of the roy element to it and, and also let's be honest bruv we've touched on this a number of times both in personal conversations as well as in this pod that we had someone there that had 40 plus years of manager experience and who uh knew how to navigate uh, teams tactics players capabilities skills strengths weaknesses mitigate and manage all those things and much much more and i guess like we can talk about what's been but now we need to look forward and it's you know looking forward now to someone getting better out of that squad because there's no change in the squad because it's done and dusted the windows closed someone's got to get better now and you know uh, will we get that or not is, is yet to be seen but just just to kind of finish off my rant if you want, if I want a better term on my uh, vocal uh, tirade I'm going on here but it's basically look we're pleased that Roy's on the mend it's sad he's no longer Crystal Palace manager but it feels like it was a a better way to finish it and I'm kind of in some ways, um, maybe relieved is not the, the right word, but I'm kind of like, it's, it, it's kind of over and it feels like it's ended in a more positive sense than
0: I was concerned it could be. I think it was inevitable, wasn't it? And I think, like I said to you before, bruv, you know, if you lose X number of games, you know, and only win, what was it, the back of it, it was like three games and 19 in the bit, You're, no matter what your experience, no matter you know what your pedigree if you're pet Guardioli you know you don't survive that i don't think um even more so given the focus on on those sort of clubs but and that's probably why that it has gone on so so long but I, I think it's yeah it it's a shame that it's it's ended this way but like you say it could have ended worse nice that he's been able to to, to step down rather than being being fired and as I say he leaves with dignity now and we get to sort of I say this through not gritted teeth but with great trepidation that we look forward to the next manager because you know he's a, he's a man who comes with pedigree of obviously managing Wolfsburg and Eintracht and Frankfurt but brother, brother I'm a bit worried about this in the sense that I've said this before and apologies to people who have heard me say this a lot over the last few months that the Premier League is littered well sorry I should say the Championship and League One is littered with uh, clubs that have Exchanged or or made a change from a very experienced manager to a a a foreign manager with no um, Premier League experience and and live to to tell the t- or live to tell the tale in a bad way. I I I I worry that we're going to be in a situation where we have a new manager bounce in, in inverted commas for a couple of games and then. You know tactically, or or sort of maybe that that person isn't who hasn't got the the, the sort of the uh, experience of how to manage Premier League games. It, it comes to pass. I obviously hope. Obviously I'm a Crystal Palace fan. I honestly hope that isn't the case. I obviously hope we we stay up. But there's a lot of concern in my mind that um, it, it's a very familiar tale, and I just hope the Palace hasn't gone down this route and it doesn't uh, end up that way for for us. But I think I think that's a fair concern
1: to have, and I think we are used to. Roy having been in uh, place for such a period of time now, obviously in two stints, that that reliability, that knowing what we're going to get, you know, is there. And and some for some people that's become boring, dull, tiresome, whatever it might be. Mm-hmm. But I think for us maybe as people who've supported Palace for a long, long time, you kind of long for that stability. And yeah. you know, we we laughed and joked about those periods of of mid table mid table mediocrity. You know, to an extent, we're not far off that, actually. I think I, I strongly believe that if it wasn't for the injuries that we did get, we would be there. Um, or, in fact, pushing above that. It's just Roy has had an unfortunate uh, turn of events with regards to the Corays, Eze's, Elise's, obviously Gay more recently, yeah. that, that's meant that he hasn't had the players to work with uh, what well, players, uh, full fit players to work with, so it's been a difficult period. But I think I think you're right. That bounce point is important. And the question I think on my mind is, have will Palace get enough of a bounce? And hopefully they will to see them over the line. So you know they're not a million miles away, are they, from getting the points they need to? Uh, a run of good results, hopefully starting tonight, um, could see us in a good place. And, and then you get a chance to build and look forward, don't you?
0: I think, to be you, brother, given everything that's surrounded the club and the whole narrative around what's been happening since sort of Thursday, I kind of feel that you know, obviously, the, this is a big game, Everton Crystal Palace, but I kind of feel that if Palace don't get a result here, this, the sort that of, the, the story is set that you know, well, you know, we had a lot of turmoil, you know, the preparation wasn't there, this that, and that's that's my concern also, but. And then obviously, to, sort of the, the focus turns to Saturday and the, a huge game against Burnley. I, I think tonight is very much a, a must not lose for Palace. It's a must win for Everton. I think at home to Burnley, though, becomes a must win despite the result tonight. If you win, lose or draw tonight, Burnley, you have to win. Yeah, I think to that, tonight's a bit of a free pass
1: in yeah. the respect of, you know, it's a, a middle ground game for Palace. I agree with you for Everton. It's a lot more um, critical. Yeah. Um, I mean, but yeah, three points tonight will put us in a really strong position to to build from from uh, for Saturday. But similarly, I think a draw would be a similar position. So, yeah, let's hope that's the case. Um we'll talk more about Glasner and you know what he he brings and what he might change at Palace and so on and so forth in um, in latter parts of the podcast because um, the, the the game's about to well not far from kicking off. So we'll we'll call uh, call a part one uh, an end now. Um, don't forget, as always, at Six Pointer Podcast on Instagram and Twitter. Um, get in touch. Let us know um, what you're feeling, how you're thinking about things. Obviously, with the managerial change, with what's happened um, for you recently with regards to following Palace, um, and hopefully we can look onwards and upwards. And we'll be back with you for part two for some more reflection on this, but also um, some chat about Palace's uh, game away at Everton. post right reaction coming up, part two. Okay. Hello, welcome back to part two of the Six Pointer podcast. Uh, Immediate post-match reaction to Crystal Palace's uh, draw point away at Everton Goodison Park this evening. Uh, Bruv, we've literally just finished uh, finished, finished watching that. Uh, What
0: second second half goals? Probably first half Palace in ascendancy. Would you agree? Thought Palace looked all right at the first half. I went, look, bro. Let's be honest. I said to you after about twenty six minutes. I said, I turned to you. I said, look, we're twenty five minutes into this game. I think that it's it's playing out very much like two teams at the bottom of the table. And whilst Palace grew into the game a little bit in the first half, second half we a little bit of like a shell. And there was, it, let's be honest, it was a very low quality game. Um, flashed with a, a a high quality piece of uh, skill from Palace. There was the 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 flick from Edouard, the hold up player from jean flick Mateta, and then there's the strike from Jordan Ayew, which uh, which was fantastic. And, and let's not forget Sam Johnston back in goal, Super Jan Sam Johnston in goal uh, with three fantastic uh, saves. Um, but then you know there were the questions. I I think it's a bit harsh, but I think there was questions on him for the goal. But you know. It was typical Palace, wasn't it? That we can't see out the, the result. And like I said to you, we would have taken a point before the game. It's just disappointing the way that the uh, the game's turned out. That where it went up, sort it feels like two points lost rather than, than one gained.
1: Uh, yeah, I, I, I don't disagree. I think you've assessed it accurately there. I think, you know, it's something to build upon. Um, it, it's still a point. And like we said earlier, we would have taken a point at the start of this evening. So you, you you know sort of maintain consistency there. Is Ian Moody back at Palace? That's he Moody, isn't he, it? He, he never left Palace, Prof. He Moody's on it. Yeah, no. no. Oh, there you go. Says what I know. I um, just say Ian Moody with uh, Dougie uh, or, or Doug uh, Doug That's Friedman. Right. On the uh, on the telly, I've just noticed half the Palace players are naked, so they've uh, been away to the away fans and given their shirts in. That's fair awesome. play though, if you make that journey, you Bye. want a
0: Palace shirt when you're on the way out. That's that's fair play to all the Palace fans that have done that. We I mean, look at the table now; was it 25 points, we're, tw- we're five points above uh, the bottom bottom three now, with Luton on a better goal difference, and it just makes the game against uh, Burnley even more important because we're what 12 points above them at the moment. Could be even more on on Saturday if we get the right result and like I said pretty much that's, that's a must win game for Palace yeah
1: but I just, like I say, I just think that the, 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 the result tonight but also the performance particularly first half mm. gives Palace something to build upon and you hope Senna's will be rocking on Saturday you know that new manager buzz and kick <laughs> Hopefully that we get in
0: the in the ground, <laughs> just, despite what Sky were trying to link towards Palace. Oh, tonight, tonight, sorry, happened yeah. tonight, yeah. You know, Palace's formation and it would be be, be Glasses. it being Oliver Glasner's influence. It's absolute bollocks. I'm sorry, it's it, it's it's amazing that the links that Sky would make to try and make things relevant. It's just absolute nonsense. The bloke isn't even training a training session yet, and and you know they might be in for a little recovery session tomorrow but he's not going to have any chance to work with the players until Wednesday so it's like Wednesday, Thursday, Friday and then he's got a game on Saturday so let's be honest even on Saturday he's not going to have much of an impact maybe a slight one but he won't see it until the following week at Tottenham so yeah Sky were desperate to make this relevant oh we watched back Jordan and called goal there fantastic hit Great celebration as well. Mark Bright enjoyed that one. Um,
1: <laughs> I just actually think. I just think based on the first half, that it, it was a, it was a stronger performance from Palace today. It did look it did look better all round, um and, and I guess at the end the disappointed bit is we were hanging on, and you know, it's a case of can we nick a point here rather than you know going with nothing. And we yeah. we've, we take yeah we've taken a point, and I know that's disappointing given we were one up, and it's another late goal and. You know, you could argue that you know we should do better from the corner. Another goal conceded in that respect. But having said that, like you like you alluded to, great. Well, you didn't allude to. You said a, a wonder goal from IU at that end, which we haven't had a decent goal of that for a little while, have we? So it was oh, nice. Oh, Lerman's
0: goal it was it was pretty special. Sorry, I,
1: I, I meant in terms of sort of like a ball at the top. Yeah, someone wins. Yeah. I can't remember the last ball at the top that someone won a knockdown for and, and away we went. Probably the. The one, the um, the fake dummy that Mateta did with yeah, Eze's account. Yeah, yeah. Anyway, look, it, I, I I I take the point. You know, as I say, respect the point tonight. And and it was an upwards, like you say, Saturday is it, a is a is a big game for us. But I think it's um, yeah, it puts us in a good position, and it's again a, a better than having thrown it away at the end.
0: Yeah,
1: fair enough. Look, we'll leave it there. Um, gonna hopefully arrange a longer pod with Kev soon to do some sort of. Uh, broader analysis and reflection of where we're at and, he's a busy uh, man it's hard to get hold of him he's very hard yeah very hard to get hold of care but we will, we will arrange something uh, so stay tuned for that uh, at 6 Pointer Podcast, Instagram and Twitter until then and as always
0: up, up the palace. palace the 6pointer podcast <laughs>